Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is my sister, Erin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. What up, what up? Yo, we're back. We are back. Um, had a week off, um, went to a concert. We did. Yeah, went to a good concert here in Nashville. Um, other than that, you know, we're just trying to survive the heat wave. (laughs) Yep, I think hell has descended. Summers are always hot, but this week is just that week out of every summer that's just miserable. It is. Yeah. I just, just, like, get really pissed off. Yeah, I don't Every time I go outside. Yeah, I, I just get, um, I just get annoyed. Okay. Because I'm used instantly sweat. Yeah. And if I'm not working out, I hate sweating. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's just, I don't like sweating. So. No, it's not good. It's not fun. But we'll get through it. <laughs> we have many years before. Many years before. So. Um, have you watched any of the Olympics? Um, today I watched a little archery oh, nice. action. Um, yeah. They, in the bottom corner of like the screen, they put up the arch what are they called arch it archers uh the fists? target things well i don't know what you call a person who does archery oh yeah i don't either i don't either but um like their heart rate when they're about to shoot oh yeah it's really cool does i had spike uh well they're pretty constant throughout the whole oh, thing right. like 130 something oh. but i guess if it was higher they, their shot might not be as accurate i don't know yeah no it's probably with that, are they moving and then shooting? Like, are they... Like, no, they're, like, they're standing. Just stationary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I know there's that winter one where they're on the skis and yes, they have to and shoot they... the guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's a cool one. Um, I haven't watched any. No. No. I just want to watch the obscure ones that I would never Yeah, I think like, that's see. that's the importance. I hate when they take away, when they focus on the, the sports you see mm-hmm. every weekend, like basketball or soccer. Yeah. It's like, it's great. I mean, they're competing on the on the olympics but i can watch you play every weekend it's mm-hmm. not yeah but uh synchronized diving that's legit i don't understand that's legit it's how does one get into that i don't know i don't know but i saw the this picture of these two guys like mid dive yeah. and when i tell you they were identical it's identical i was like yeah, yeah. i would think you just like photoshopped one guy out and <laughs> yeah. like plopped him next to the other guy but it was crazy uh, but that's it for me. Yeah. No, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched it. I watched some highlights. Mm-hmm. I watched the American woman, and I believe man, they won the skeet shooting. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah the skeet yes. shooting. Um, and then there was a, a woman who won wrestling. Wow. Yeah, she beat a Japanese girl who I guess was the best in the world. Yeah. Well, you know, not so, anymore. That's not anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. Um, there was another, it was like, I think it was Taiwan. Taekwondo is another martial art. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was legit. Yeah, yeah, those are fun. Yeah, they are. Well, we have some spookiness, some strange creepiness that we're going to get into towards the end of the show. But first, I something sparked me, and I always love these stories about... Um, I always love these stories about, like, explorers way back when 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like Spanish or Portuguese or mm-hmm. English, whatever. And just, like, the shit they did and the stuff they came across. Mm-hmm. So I just have a couple examples that I'm going to read through. And they're, they're pretty brief. Um, I might elaborate on this first one in a in a in another show just because it's pretty wild. So give it to us if you're if you're even a little bit familiar with famous explorers, you'll recognize this name. So this is Percy Fawcett. Have you heard of him? Uh, uh yes, I have. I yeah. have. Yeah. Yes. When I looked at how you spelled the last name. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the lost city of Z is commonly associated with Percy Fawcett. So. This guy was, yeah, an explorer in the early 1900s, 1920s, and he, I mean, he had explored a lot of, a lot of areas, but the Amazon was his main attraction, and just like charting uninhabited, not uninhabited, but undiscovered landscapes, um, so... He, he's also referred to as like an Indiana Jones figure. Like he was like that dude that was just the 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 jungle could not beat him. Like he was right. Just, he was just a force. Yeah, just an animal. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, as I mentioned just a couple seconds ago, the Lost City of Z. He was somewhat fascinated with, and he launched several expeditions into the jungle in 1920 in an attempt to find this mythical lost city, and they ended in failure. Um, you know, the typical things you encounter in the jungle, yes. animals, diseases, um, but he never died, obviously. He, right. He survived all that. So in 1925, he organized this well-funded, well-equipped expedition, you know, supposed to be the best, the best yet. And so they, they lost, or so they went into this expedition in search of the lost city of Z. So he was joined by his son, Jack Fawcett, and his good friend and fellow explorer, Raleigh Rimmel. Also, mm-hmm. love the first name, Raleigh. That's I'm a great saying. name. Love that name. It is. Um, so they set out on April 20th, 1925, from the town of... I can't pronounce that. I struggle with Portuguese. <laughs> That's definitely Portuguese. Not, a, not a strong suit no, of no, yours. No, I can't do that. Anyway, they I, set off yeah. from a town... Um, this is kind of ominous. He, uh, he, Percy Fawcett reportedly uttered these words, I don't know, as they left or before they left, but he said, The forest in these solitudes is always full of voices, the soft whisperings of those who came before. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of strange. Kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, kind of like it. I mean, yeah, it, it sets a good tone, yeah. I guess, if you're telling the story. Yep. Now, if you heard him say that in person, might not love while it. you're walking into the jungle, you might not be as enthused. But no, for retelling purposes, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, after the expedition did not return for a year, um, basically people started to worry, and um, it, so. How these expeditions worked is they would be funded by societies and people, you know, wealthy individuals looking to make something off of this expedition. Kind of sponsoring them. Yeah, exactly. Like, they get their name out there like, oh, we found this because of Uh X, Y, and Z. And so, obviously, when no one heard anything, they were like, okay, maybe maybe this guy's not alive or something Mm -hmm. happened. 
So a total of 13 separate expeditions will be launched to look for Fawcett. Over 100 people either died or vanished in this pursuit. Devoured by the jungle, um, you know, just as they assumed Fawcett had. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously when someone just disappears off the face of the earth, there's all these speculations. So there are various theories as to what happened. One is just, you know, probably the most likely is that he just succumbed to the rigors of the jungle and all the... I mean, there are still parts of the Amazon that no one really knows about. I think most of it has been at least explored. But right. I'm, I mean, they're finding new insects, and I think I mentioned they discovered like some snake right. the other week, which is crazy, but... So yeah, they... You know, that he... Yeah, that he just succumbed to the, for, to the Amazon. Another theory is that you know, they were killed by natives, or they assimilated into the tribe. Um, another another uh, theory is that they just kind of he just kind of left. He didn't want to be a part of society anymore, so he just left. Yeah. Um, Valid. Yep. And then, uh, so another theory is that um, they found the mythical city, and he decided to live out the rest of his days there. And that it was it was located somewhere in the jungle, but obviously no one really knew the right location. Only right. he did, which is why he led this expedition. Right. So, I like to believe the last one. I also like to believe the last one. <laughs> I think that's what we should go with. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, uh, Graham Han- have you heard of Graham Hancock? You probably don't follow a lot of that. No. So he's like I'm a um, he's like an ancient civilization expert. Okay. This is just my words, but. He really knowledgeable about archaeology, all that jazz that goes into finding okay. ancient civilizations. And there's a clip of him on Rogan, and he's saying that one of the first Spanish explorers to travel down the Amazon mm-hmm. saw these massive civilizations of just like millions of people. Okay, but they interacted with these people and. However many years later, tens of years later, when people, when Spanish explorers retraced his steps, okay. there was nothing left. That smallpox wiped them all out. Wow. Because they carried these diseases over to this population that was pretty cut off from... I mean, they weren't traveling. They were yeah. in the Amazon. And they passed on these diseases and just killed everybody. So That's wild. It's pretty wild. Wow. Um... So this next one, I'll just do these. I'll just do these two. The others are pretty. Um, the others are pretty short. So this this next one will be my last one. But this is about uh, a Portuguese explorer named Gaspar Corte Real, and he was charged by the um, Portuguese crown with um, finding a northwest passage to Asia, mm-hmm. so that they didn't have to go around Africa and then over to Asia. Okay. Um, and so, so he went up to Greenland, and mm-hmm. they reached Greenland, but on the first voyage, they never landed for some reason that no one's figured out. Okay. Um, they, they think that he just got, like, too excited, and he was just like, oh, we got to go back, and then we can come back again, because mm. they mapped the route, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but he thought it was Asia. Okay. He thought Greenland was Asia. I mean, I mean, I mean, you can't blame the guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> never been there. Honest so. mistake. Yeah. He had no idea. He had no idea. Um. So they get back to Portugal, 
So the initial voyage was in 1500. This mm-hmm. next one is in 1501. Okay. And his brother Miguel joins the voyage. Miguel, so, all right. Yep. They got three ships this time. Um, they managed to reach the destination. Okay. But, um, so the destination would be Greenland, but there was a lot of ice, so they couldn't land there. So they went south to Newfoundland, Mm -hmm. which is part of, I believe part of Canada. Yep. Um, and they were able to make a landing there. Um, they captured natives to sell for slaves. Right. Obviously, you know. Yep. Um, and so Miguel was tasked with taking the two expedition ships back to sell the slaves. Um, and Gaspar was charged with, um, continuing the journey. Yep. He was never heard from again. Wow. So, um, never heard from again. Uh, when he didn't return to Portugal, Miguel organized an expedition Mm -hmm. to find him in May of 1502. Uh, three ships were sent up. Um, they split off at one point and two of the ships... Uh, never rendezvous back. Wow. As planned. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and one of those ships was Miguel. So both Gaspar and Miguel were lost. Okay. So they have a third brother, <laughs> you know, big Catholic family. Yeah. Um, love to hear it. Love to hear it. So this guy, whose name is Vasco Agnes. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to go searching for his siblings, but the king was like, "Yo, well, that's just a bad idea." Yeah, we get third time, we just can't, we can't right. do that. Like, and you know, they were probably trading, and he's like, "We need you for other things." Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, unknown what happened to him. Um, you know, they could have sank at sea. That's one theory. Um, the killed by natives, obviously another theory. Um, this is really interesting. Some believe that Miguel Corte Real survived uh-huh. and that he lived among the natives for many years because in 1918, in Dighton, Massachusetts, um, there was an engraving carved on a boulder that said, Miguel Corte Real, by the will of God, here, leader of the Indians. So, this, so that was... That was dated 1511, so he disappeared in 1502. Yeah. So that was nine years after his disappearance. Okay. Um, so who knows? He could have survived. Um, wow. Yeah, pretty wild. Th- I think the thing that like attracts me to those stories is you could just disappear. Mm-hmm. Like you really could. You could honestly disappear up until like the the mid nineteen hundreds. Like yeah. I would say up until like 1950, you could actually just and go no somewhere one would have and any no idea. one would have any idea because there's no trace of you. No, there's not. And like like the like royalty there was like no one's going to go out and search. Like we can't afford to have anyone go out and search for you. So. I mean, you have, where would you even start? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I mean, you have a general area, but but they, it's huge. They knew the world by that time was so big that like you're never going to find one. Yeah. For sure. And by this time, they obviously knew that there were natives over there. And, you know, right. I, they imagined they were hostile probably right. all the time, as you just naturally have You would, to. yeah. So. I was also, like, when we, you know, when you were little and you learned yeah. about explorers and blah, blah, blah. I always thought it was really cool. Like, how they just went out there with, like, really no idea. Oh, yeah. Like, what was happening. and yeah, no then idea. Just, some just never, like, died or, like, took over the natives or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Very interesting. 
Yeah, there's another story on here about a dude that went. They went like around South America into the Pacific, and then they went up to Alaska, and then came back down and went to like, um, uh, I think they went to like the J- uh, maybe not Japan, but like the Philippines, and then down to Samoa, and they were just like trekking all mm-hmm. over the place, and then uh, I think he ended up getting murdered or something. <laughs> Probably. I've been watching this show called Alone. Oh, oh, is that the, it's, where they're in the woods? Yeah, and it like started yeah. out on the History Channel, yeah, and yeah. now they like have it on Netflix. Yes, I do not want to explore anything ever. I think Joe Rogan had one of the winners of that on. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was alone for like thirty-one days or something. Well, and the thing is, like, that used to be is just who the last person was to be standing. Yeah. But now you have to make it a hundred days. A hundred days. Get this, and only for a million dollars. No, 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 never. No, 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 no. I said absolutely not. I no heard way. them first talking about that um, on the American Party. Oh, yeah, And yeah. then I was like, I yeah. got to watch that. But, Man. yeah. And that's what they were saying. A million dollars? No way. No. We're going to need more. Maybe like a hundred million dollars. Oh, that's what I said. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But no. But it's cr- it is just crazy. Like, Well, similar to Naked and Afraid, I think the people that go on there have some sort of predisposition towards wanting to do that. No, they, and they are very qualified to be yeah, doing oh, very it. very much so, yeah. There is a guy from Indianapolis on nice, there, nice. and he's one of the ones like still standing. Yeah. So I gotta finish it, but we'll see. Jeez. Yep. No, I'm good. Yeah, I was like, I'll sit I'm, on my couch. I like to be adventurous, but <laughs> one, I didn't. We didn't grow up that way. Not at all. So like, I would need, I would need a massive planning list if I were ever to do that. And I've done, I've done something like that, but it was like a, I was at a campground. And all that right. Stuff, so that's not really. But um, but yeah. That's that's some next level stuff. It is. It's yeah. it's really incredible. It really honestly. is. Honestly. Yeah. So, but how we grew up more like it is in the suburb, which yes. is what we're about to be. Yes, we are talking about. Yes, we are. Sort of. Some creepiness in the suburbs. Yep. Some creepiness in the suburbs. This is gonna be great. Yeah. This is. I we wanted to get um. Wanted to get a little creepy here. Yeah, when we were discussing, I haven't done a creepy episode in a while. I'll tell you what, I did. I did an episode by myself mm-hmm. about an alien, an alien um, sort of. It was like a visitation. No one got abducted, right. but it was like just as the sun was setting, and I hadn't turned my bedroom light on, and so when the sun set, it was like completely dark, and it was just me, the computer, and me telling this story. <laughs> did you wish I was here with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so these uh, what what we would call these creatures we're gonna be talking about are pale crawler humanoids. Yeah, <laughs> oh, is yeah. what they're called. Oh yeah. So yeah, and to start, they are in like the s- suburbs or residential areas, is yeah. what they're, which makes it kind of creepy because usually with woods, there are yeah, woods, yeah, which yeah. is much like how we yeah, grew much, up. Yeah. I was picturing myself in these situations. Oh, I no. felt I was like there. I have come downstairs in like when it's winter, uh-huh. and like the um, the floodlights are on, and they're like on the snow, and it's obviously deer or something. Right. We, the most likely answer is usually the answer. Yes. Usually. Usually. But you see like footsteps in the snow, and you're like, uh huh. What are those? Like in the cold, it's yeah, like so yeah. scary. Yeah. yeah. No matter how old I get. No, it's the same thought. We'll be terrified. Yep. 
All right, so here we go. Okay. So this first story comes from this couple who were vacationing in the French Quarter of New Orleans. Okay. Um, they were walking home one night. They weren't on, you know, what's the main street called? I sound dumb. The Bourbon, uh, Bourbon, the Bourbon street. street? Yeah. They were on one of, like, the side streets. So okay. they're walking, um, and the boyfriend like starts to act like super weird and like kind of scared but the the girl who he's with his girlfriend is like you know just doesn't really think much about it but then uh-huh. he starts to grab her hand super hard mm. and she's like oh well, like what's wrong and he's like so then he like looks over and there is this um first it became eerily quiet he says and I mean, you think about this area. There's a ton of people out. Like, there's bars. Yeah. People are drunk, so they're going to be loud. Yeah. But, so this couple, like, hadn't been drinking, so they're, like, sober. Um, but, you said, it, you said it got eerily quiet. Yeah. That's, like, that's a it's, normal phenomenon. It is. It, Bigfoot, whatever yep. it is. When any of the paranormal stuff happens, it just gets really quiet. Yep. So he says he sees this thin humanoid... Which he describes as defying gravity, like scaling a like a wall, like and this is like very common in a lot of these stories. Is, We're gonna yeah, talk about like they're not normally like ever upright necessarily. Yeah. But when they are, they're like very tall and lanky and yeah. all of this jazz. But it said the best I could say, it looked like a dingy, pale and quote Spider Man going up this building, and the this creature looked like harshly at this couple like like don't don't look at me yeah like you know um and they said this was just they wish there were more people around because you know they think there would be but so they like make their way to like bourbon street thinking it's going to be better but this thing like comes with them and just kind of like hangs out like I mean, a lot of these people say they weren't necessarily, like, afraid. Yeah. It was just, like, an odd, like, sensation or feeling. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's terrifying. It was, like, following them. Yeah. And then she's like, we're just trying to have a romantic little walk here. Yeah. And, like, this happens. So she said she can never go back to New Orleans ever again. And I don't know if this is creepy. I think it is that her boyfriend is now dead. It doesn't say why. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say why. <laughs> this is kind of weird. It's only it's only in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. So, yeah, that's a little creepy. Um. Ooh. That but is weird. It like whispered at them too. Mm-hmm. Mm. And like it, they kind of like didn't see it for a couple blocks, and then it like appeared again. Oh my gosh. So it's just yeah. It, it's kind of like a. I don't know. It kind of reminds you of a vampire. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, it kind of reminds you of a vampire. Um, so yeah, they nice. said that they never heard any other reports about it. Like they kind of looked into it to see yeah. if anyone else had seen something, but they didn't. So, you know, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so the next one, it says Eastern Kentucky. Um, not a great place, but it's a little, little eerie in itself. Yeah. If you've ever been, it is really um, weird. but so it says, um, these people spent the day dirt biking, and then they'd gone to buy fireworks, just have some fun to set them off. Um, so they spent, uh, all these people spent the night at their friend's house, and they said they, about around 10 p.m., they were laying on, like, a trampoline. Okay. So, 
fits a good handful of people. Yeah. Um, they said that they spotted some like coyotes at a tree line like across from them, which I mean normal. Yeah. Um, they all went inside because this girl says like she's from the city, she hates wild animals. She's like, I don't want to do this. Little yeah. did she know what she was about to see. Um, so they like went inside. She also said it stunk really bad and it Ew. just smelled like dead animal. Ew. So they're like, that's not fun. No. So. They were inside for about an hour. One of the guys with them says, like, oh, we forgot, like, our, like, pillows and bedding that we left on the trampoline. But, like, he didn't want to go out and get it. So he sends, like, her and this other guy. So they go out there, and the guy has a flashlight. And then they hear this, like, well, they're still looking for coyotes, obviously. But they they see, like, a set, or they hear, like, a really weird sound. And obviously they're, like, on edge. So he, like, puts his flashlight over there, like, doesn't necessarily see anything. Um, but it like happens again. So they scan to another row of trees and she says she sees this thing that's about four or five heads taller than her. And she's five, nine. Yikes. It was incredibly skinny. Could see its ribs through its skin, which is bright white. So gross. And as you'll hear in some other stories, the eyes are what scare the people the most. They're kind of just like black, like. They say, like, orbs. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the the eyes, like, the flashlight shined the light back at them. Like, through the eyes, shined the light back at them. Um, and its hands were gigantic, she says. Um, the fingers wrapped around the tree trunks and were super long. That gives chills. Yikes. Uh, so, you know, this girl is like, see ya, and sprints, like, back up onto the porch. She's like, I'm done. Nope. And, like, terrified. And she has, like, apparently has asthma. So she has, like, a moment, like, yeah, an attack. Yeah, yeah. But I would also, and I don't even have asthma, so. But it's, like, terrifying. The hands freak me out, first of all. I don't like yeah, that. Nope, I don't do that. Um, but, yeah, interesting. It's, like, they were so focused on the coyotes that they weren't, like, these other things just kind of crept up. Yeah, have you ever, did you watch that show with me, Penny Dreadful? You might have been. I've seen some. Yes, I mean, I did a little bit. High school when I watched it. I was younger. Yeah. They. So, just a short synopsis. (laughs) So basically, it's um. It takes place in Victorian England, and you have like um. You have like Doctor Frankenstein. um, Mm Sir, I think it's Sir Malcolm is the main character, and then. You have a bunch of like literary figures um, sparse throughout this yes. narrative about this guy whose daughter has been taken by the devil, mm-hmm. who is really Dracula. Mm-hmm. So anyway, when they're searching for his daughter in the first season, they come across this, um, <clears throat> or they kill this creature that is literally exactly the description yeah. of that. And it has like ancient Egyptian writing on its body, yeah. like tattooed. It's, it's creepy. Yeah, I mean, and what's weird is the description of these things seem like I've heard, like I can picture it so well. Oh, yeah. It's like so familiar. Well, I think it's because it's so bland. Yeah. It's just like, it's just blank. Yeah, it is. Black eyes. You're not, it doesn't take, it doesn't take. A ton of imagination. Yeah, a lot of brain power to picture this thing. What it is, right. Um, what next? Well, this one is just, I don't like because, so it's in El Paso, Texas, and 
this guy is going to, he was 10. So he's with his parents. They're going to look at this like house yeah. that they're trying to, you know, his father's stationed at the base there in El Paso. So the house was really run down, like really just, it needed some work. It needed to be flip and flopped, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So well, uh, what are what are their names on uh, Chip and Joanna? Chip they and needed Joanna. Chip and Joanna. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there was like one light on, like that was it. There was like no electricity. Um. And I don't get the sense that it was super out in the middle of nowhere. Like I just think the house was it was just run kinda, down. Yeah, yeah, on a road or something. Yeah. Um. So there was a singular singular light bulb in the garage, and it was glowing blue. So not like a bright blue, he said by any means, but yeah. a dim blue, and it just illuminate the walls and floor. Um, so they said it was weird and how they need to change the light and all that stuff, as you would. Um, and he goes, you know what I was about to see, I would have just not talked about the light because this was way creepier. Mm. And he said that he could see the veins through his skin and that if he touched the skin, it would just like slip right off. Like it was so like thin and like you could, yeah, see ribs, hip bones, like everything. Like someone had like been starved, like really, really underfed. And the neck it said was long enough to be like, just look, proportionately like weird so it didn't really fit um and it was looking straight at him as it seems to do um there was stringy clumps of hair hanging from the side of his head um and he said i got the sense that it was like very happy to see me as if it was thinking like that finally someone's here like, I've been waiting, like, blah, blah, blah. That's so strange. So when he said it's about eight feet, which if you think about what the other girl said. Yeah. Like, t- at least eight feet. It's, I'm wondering if these, it says they're like, it says you can like see through its skin. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's, if it's actually real or if it's just like some I agree. sort of realistic apparition. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't think it's an act like actually. You don't think it's flesh physical. and blood? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm starting to think that it, they're not, but who knows? Especially because of the like, just how it's like proportioned. Yeah, it's not like um, it's not like everything's big and like proportionate. Yeah, it's like not, it's very. It doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And talking about it like crawling on all fours or like how it was scaling up that wall. He said, I watched it crawl on all fours, but think hands and very long feet, not hands and knees. So, like, just like a big, like, U-shape type thing, you know? Or like a V-shape. And here we go. And it disappeared into the wall. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah. And when the other story before that, they didn't see it leave. No. They ran away before it. Yeah. Before it actually, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Sheesh. But... Okay, so you know the people on the trampoline, the girl said it smelled like dead animal or something? Well, this kid's parents said that it smelled like rotted meat Mm. in the house. And that something just was not right about the blue light. Mm -hmm. So 
Do you remember that? Do you remember that house on the corner? Um, it was, it was on the corner back where we grew up. Um, they're the Walmart. By our house? In, um, by um, remember there's that Walgreens and it was right by um. It was in those. It was in. It was really weird because it was just like a clump of trees on the corner, okay. and there was like an abandoned house. Was it like? It was abandoned. You it think? was abandoned. Yeah. Now they knocked it down. They're building houses all throughout there, but anyway, the location doesn't really matter. But <laughs> I remember one time. Is me, that what it reminded you of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and um, me and uh, Ryan. Yeah. Were um, we were with some other people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we should go in that house." And I was like, I'm not fucking going over there. No, wait, no, like, no. Not only could mm-hmm. not only could this be happening, <laughs> but there could be like tweakers or some homeless psychotic man just right. squatting in those. Right. Like you, you never know what. Like it's sketchy. Yeah, it is. So I was like, no, I'm good. There are like some yeah some weird just like sketchy places. There's a lot of weird sketchy places that just like don't fit. Like no. you know something's going you on know something's in there. Happening, yeah. Yeah. Man. Well. Crazy. You want to do one more? Or sure. You, okay. Let's this do one one, more. This one's pretty interesting. Okay. But, uh, so, they kind of segue into this by being, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah. Was seeing the last thing. So, this is about a group of kids. Um, they were just celebrating, you know, the end of summer vacation. So, they're having, like, a bonfire. It says there were, I think, five. So the house was in a residential area, but the yard was backed up against a wooded area. So, um, so there were other houses visible. Like you could see them through the wooded area. So, um, it wasn't like an endless, you know, wooded place, but so they started the bonfire. Um, they said no alcohol. Um, good call. Yep. Probably (laughs) smart. Um, so at around 10 PM, they said people began going home. Um, it was just a few people. So one, one guy and who lived there, and then another guy just hung around, started talking, um, and then they hear some odd noises, um, like they passed out from the bonfire, like way past it, so they couldn't really see anything. But um, it says my friend sat facing back towards the woods, and I, with my back to the woods, we started hearing some noises: sticks crackling on the ground, leaves being brushed through, these sort of things. He laughed it off, just saying it was the neighbor's cat. Um, they continued to talk, like try to make fun of it, whatever. Um, he said he was a little unnerved when we both heard what sounded like footsteps in the front yard. At first we thought, you know, friend came back after dropping his girlfriend off, but he was not back. He was at home. Um, a couple minutes later, the noises kept coming closer. Um, they were very nervous. And so they quickly got up, like faced what was happening so their back wasn't to it. Um, and then... We saw something move in the brush. It was slight but noticeable, and it looked fairly big. About five feet tall, kind of human-like. Um, we hurried. We grabbed everything, and they said they went inside. So throughout this time, they said it continued to move closer, and they get into the house, and they, like, see this thing, like, just, like, hauling, like, through the yard, like, to get to them. Like, but they didn't think it was, like, trying to, like, attack them. But it just, like, wanted to be close to them. And so they could hear it, like, scratching at the windows, at the deck. Like, and, like, they could still see it, obviously. And they, um, 
Yeah, I was around some of the windows, and then there were multiple. So they said there wasn't just one. And they were like, we're out of here. Like, we're going across the street. Like, <laughs> not not doing this. Um, but the, the friends still continued, who lived there at the house, continued to, like, tell this friends what was going on. So pale skin, black eyes, they said. Um, he described them as being, like, holes in the face because they were so dark. Um I mean, this is just terrifying. What the like, fuck is going on? And then they proceeded to go back out multiple times to oh try to get like God. evidence of these things. Wait, was this house abandoned? Mm-mm, no, like he was living in it. Ew, ew, no, no, no. Yeah, it was like I literally am picturing our house we grew up in. Yeah. Oh, um, Jesus. But yeah, so they were like moving super, super fast, and this is spoken about in some other stories. Like they. People would be like, I in the dark, I would think it might be a human except for how fast it was moving. So that's like a big distinguishing factor. But, yeah, so they would go out on the deck and like watch these things like every night. Like on their back porch and these things would crawl under the porch, scratch the bottom of the deck. Like just like make themselves known. <laughs> yeah, so, I you know, know. I don't know about that. So, yeah. That's just... Um, that's insane. And then the, the guy who lived there said, obviously, like, his family moved, like, he grew up, whatever. Yeah. But he would come back from time to time to, the, like, the town he grew up in. He just, like, wanted to drive through the neighborhood just because. Yeah. And so when he would drive at night, he would still see them, he says, I, in the same exact spot. See, that makes me think that he, some, he's, like, there's something about that location that he yes. is attuned to that not other people are exactly that's crazy exactly and so. that also makes me think they're not physical no i don't think they are yeah thank god sheesh that's yeah. nasty mm-hmm. mm. yeah well i'm gonna sleep great tonight yeah me too <laughs> jesus yep Whew. that's yep. fun um yeah i've i've heard a lot of other um weird stories about these guys mm-hmm. um one of my other favorite podcasts, they were on a kick about these pale crawler things. Really? Yeah, just really weird stuff. It should, yeah. I don't know. But, but again, every story is different. Like, who knows? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to know. I'm good. Yeah, me too. I'm good. I still, I'm still thinking about the fingers. The fingers. For the, some reason. The fingers are the, um, yeah, that's the, that's the line. That's yeah. the line that crossed. Like, can just wrap around like a tree trunk. Yeah. They're so, like, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, not good. I would love to know more about the people. Like, if True. they had something, like, in com- like yeah. a common denominator that would possibly make them be prone to this. Or, you know, a, a, not a lot, but there are some stories where um, you get more information than you find out, like, oh, like, these kids are messing with a Ouija board. Or yeah. they, there's these stories... Um, about people who like they went to this um they went to this church of satan meeting or something right. or, or they were involved in this like they had a poltergeist when they were younger and it's just like okay like that makes a little bit more sense as to why you're why this is happening some weird shit like people just don't do don't do it don't 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 do that don't or do so we have stuff to talk about <laughs> but i mean inevitably people will so oh. we'll always have shit to talk about yep um also, a lot of these weird things, like poltergeists and whatnot, attach themselves to younger children. Yeah. Like, um, uh, like puberty age type of children. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Well. Okay. Good stuff. Love the creepy. Yeah. That's why we're here. Love the creepy. That's why we're here. Exactly. Okay. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, we, or let's say, you can find me on Twitter at World We Live Pod, um, on Instagram at the World We Live In Podcast. Um, you can email me at worldweliveinpodcast at gmail.com and find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I think we're on Amazon now as well. So, um, that's about it. Follow us, subscribe so you know when. Yep. Yep, subscribe so it automatically downloads. Um, and yeah, follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I really want, I like Instagram the best. Yes. <clears throat> Twitter's just a, don't even get me started, but there's good content on Twitter, so. There is. We're on the Graham train so, Yeah, we right are now. on the Graham train. Uh-uh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that's it. Yeah. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>